Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Chivas del Norte podcast. We are making our uh, long-awaited return. I have the whole the whole CDN crew here tonight. It's uh, me, Varro. I got Flo on the call and Rico. What's up, guys? Hey, what's, what's up, up man? man? Is this like season two or season three? Like season, season three. Two and a half. Season three. <laughs> no, it's season three of the Chivas del Norte podcast. Episode right, one. Right. Um, no, it's good to be back, guys. Yeah, I hope everyone had a good Christmas. Hope everyone had a good Secret Santa gift. Sorry, Stray. Yo, first of all, first of all, let's talk about Mexico Secret Santa, okay? Because Raul, the club for Kit, organized Secret Santa, and he put that it was a minimum $25 for the gift. So I'm thinking that everybody's going to give a $25 gift. So, you know, I splurged a little bit. I gave my man the stray goat. I got him a $30 gift because, you know, that's what I'm thinking that, you know, everybody's going to get something similar. Nah, everybody else want to spend like $200 on their gifts. <laughs> shot to Eugene. Wait. Who, um, in, what, in what world does a shot glass cost $30? Bro, I'm on Amazon. Come on. It was Amazon Prime. It was $30 glasses. And they were nice. They were they were Game of Thrones. They had all the all the sigils. Those are nice shot glasses, but I still, I mean, I owe the club for a gift because everybody else want to go be all extra, and Raul didn't explain to me that, you know, the least you could spend was 25 not that it was just a $25 gift. So it's not my fault. It's not my yeah. fault. So, straight not, goes, not, if you're listening, we apologize. We will be invited back next year. <laughs> I'd like a redo. Can we do, like, a Rosca de Reyes, like, <laughs> Secret Santa type of thing. I don't know, man. I just hope I just hope I don't I don't uh, draw you. Man. That's all I hope. <laughs> this is this is this is really bad. This you guys are making me look bad. It's not my fault. It's Raul's fault. <laughs> Rigo gonna send me a nail clipper and claim it's forty five dollars. <laughs> Yo, but it'll be a Game of Thrones nail clipper though, so you know it'll be fire. <laughs> all right. Um, what else are we gonna talk about? Oh, you know what's crazy <laughs> is that that Chivas Chivas didn't have a season last season. That's that's the crazy part. Like, yeah, how, I think, how, I think how, they just they just skipped. Like, they just had a whole like six months vacation. It's crazy that like defending champions just didn't play for a whole I mean, for a whole season. We're the champions. We can do that. Yeah, know? yeah. Um, and now they have now, champion, now, you know? now there's an interim champion for a little bit. Um, yeah. But uh, it was a bad season last season. It's probably why we didn't record as much. Like at the end of it, I I stopped watching the games. I would watch like the recaps and stuff, but the last last two three weeks, I, I don't think I watched. I just took to be it. That's probably why we did our best the last two three weeks. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I watched pretty. I think I watched almost the whole season, and we did we did play good t- towards the end. Uh, and then Polito got hurt again. I felt like that was like, as I, I'm writing my um, season preview for the Clausura, and I think to me the biggest the biggest thing last season were all the injuries. I just don't, couldn't don't think we could ever recover from the injuries. Um, sorry guys, I'm sick. But uh, I felt like having Polito out was like was huge. And then you just had all these little, all these other little injuries, and the team could just never recover. But I thought they were, they would actually play well. Like the, like the America game, 
they dominated that game. And America just caught them on two counterattacks and the fucking game was over. So we could never score. But yeah, we couldn't score to save our lives last season. And, 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 and again, I think that's, that has to do with like Pulido. And I think Saldivar um, just didn't cut it last season. And I guess that's a good segue to get into like the first topic, which is, you know, uh, signings and, and, you know, who we're bringing in this season? Yeah, um, and who because, we're getting rid of, and who we're getting rid of. Which, to me, the biggest things coming into the season that we needed were defenders and forwards. Um, so we brought in no defenders, and we brought in um, we brought in a striker and a midfielder, and we let go of. Uh, Oh, a winger and a center defensive midfielder. So I don't know if I don't know what you guys think of of these signings and who we let go. I thought the Gallito thing was was a, I think the, the thing is a mistake. To, to I mean I get it we got these these two young kids, but I feel like we're gonna lack in that department. Yeah, I mean Gallito is definitely going to be missed. I mean I don't think he. It was anywhere near the form that we expect from Gaito, but still, I mean, you never know with, with him. He could turn it around this season. and could have an outstanding season. It's, it's, he's just a big, a big piece to let go. But the thing about letting him go is like maybe we'll be able to play a different style and not play with two CDMs and you know whatnot like we did so many times last year, which didn't seem to work. Yeah, and that that I think I think that was a, that was definitely. I mean, I think everything was part of the injury. So, I think he was playing with two CDMs to make up for the fact that you know we had injuries, um, and to try and protect you know the defense a little bit because a lot of times you'd have like Alanis was out or Pereira was out, Salcido was out. Um, yeah, we had so, no center backs, and we no, now we have yeah. less. Yeah. Um, so I think like him playing with two center defensive mids was uh, trying to protect his defense. But I mean, I mean to, to me, Gaito leaving is is a big loss. But Michael Paris has shown flashes that he he can definitely you know step into that role, and then maybe they'll maybe they'll maybe they'll they'll try that role with uh, with Robelin. Yeah, that's what I that's what I'm hoping, to be honest. Yeah. I thought he played the best when he was deep. You know, he can make those long yeah. runs or he can pick out passes. That's when I felt he was the best. Yeah, I thought when he was playing up like kind of like an attacking midfielder, I felt like he was lost. Like it was like too yeah. much space for him. And when he when he was when he when he would play for, like further back, deeper in the in the field, like I felt like that's what that's where he played better as well. Yeah, attacking midfielder that should be Pizarro right there. Yeah, especially now that we got these 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 two new kids with uh, like if, if they're gonna play with like Orbelin, Gael, and and um, Pizarro, I think that ideally that would be the, the the midfield that we would want. I mean, this kid's only twenty two, so we have to also see like you know if he if he can handle that role. Um, I think up front, I mean, 
Saldivar had a, ch a chance to show what he could do last season. And I don't know if he was still injured or not. Um, but I thought he did very minimal. And I think I think it's time for, to, for Almeida to let either Macias start starting at at at, uh, at striker uh, or uh, Cisneros. Because the, the thing about Pulido is, like, I feel like he can't play the number nine role because he likes to drop out of, like, he likes to drop back a lot. And he, like, recovers a lot of balls that way. And, what like, what he, like his recovery is, is a huge strength to the team. So when he's doing that, there's nobody in the box. So I feel like the, I, the perfect situation would be play him behind the striker almost. Right, and then so that when he has to step out of the box to to recover a ball, there's always somebody in in the box. So I feel like this kid's is narrows, or even Macias, I think, could fit that role. But um, Varo, any thoughts on on uh, is Varo still with us? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. Any any thoughts on on these moves on these? Uh... Well, uh, like you guys said, you know, I. I didn't like Gallito leaving the team, but I think uh, on our on the previous episode we did like um, who do we think would be at, like a Chivas like figure or something in the future, like the next ten yeah. years or something like that. And I said it was gonna be Michael Perez, so I'm gonna stick with that and say that uh, I think Michael Perez is gonna step up this season and fill in for Gallito if we need him at CDM. I think he showed flashes last season. Because I think he got he got more playing time once the season was over. I mean, and I don't know if you remember the season before when he took we over win, before Gallito role, right? Yeah, so see when he, when yeah. he took over that when he took over, like he played well and like yeah, the kid, I think, he was good. I think he had the the skills and like ability to to step up. Yeah, and and, and he he has he's he has he has very good passing. Um, I think his dribbling isn't like isn't great, but oh, no, I mean at that position great. you don't at that at that position you don't really need a dribbler. You need somebody who who can distribute and and work with the guys in front of him and break up um, and break up the play from the other teams. And he's yeah. he he likes to body people. He's a he gets very rough and stuff. yeah. It is <laughs> um, What I what I what I'm concerned about is really is is the, the defense. Not so much on the wings, but in the middle. Because um, theoretically, we only have one center center defender, and one, one he's injury prone. I I trust, and we he's have injury like prone. Backups, but they suck. Yeah, and, and he's injury prone, which is which is Aid Pereira. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, and then injured. and then we have the, the, the uh, we have Sarcido, who is old. Um, who can still play? Who, who still he can still play? But I mean, he's probably going to give you thirty, forty minutes tops. Yeah. Um, and he and always you gets got, burned. Yeah. And then you got like what, like uh, Basanta, Basulto. Uh, Basulto, whatever. You got uh, who else? Um, I'm uh, telling you. I'm looking at a. Uh, we got Alan. Alan, Alan, Alan Marin. Yeah, we, we got Marin. Marin. We got Marin. What about uh that kid Mayorga? 
He's supposed or to be a left, left back. back. Yeah. I mean, I've, I I've, I've heard that he could play central. I don't know. I would. I think he would make a good center uh, center back, just because he has the size for it. Um. So I mean, I would like to see him there. And then we have the whole Alanis thing. Uh, who, for one, he he's never played a full season since they, since they've signed him. I thought last season he was terrible. Um, for the for Chivas and the national team, I don't know why he would get why he would get called up. So even without the whole contract dispute, I thought that we still needed another defender because he just wasn't that good. Yeah, he. Wasn't, uh, I don't. I don't trust him. He's not no, a, doesn't exude confidence like Pereira does. But again, yeah, injury I, prone. I feel. I feel like with him, it's, it's he. He has the dribble and he has the ability to push forward. So I feel like because he can do that, he lacks the defending aspect, which, you know, as a defender, you need that. But he like it's not something that's, that's his strong suit. And he would get caught out of place a, a lot. Um, but, I mean, he's still better than Marin and... Um, and he... he um... Ginaxan, Basulto. Basulto, yeah. <laughs> um, so him now with him having this contract dispute, which is like a whole other mess, uh, it really puts us in a, in a bad spot. I feel unless they're going to move Mayorga over to the center back, which if they did that, I would I would totally be okay with that. Um, yeah, I mean, he really intrigues me. He got he was on the practice squad for the Confederations uh, Cup, correct? Yeah. No, I mean everybody has really high hopes for him. He played. Um, he played against Atlas last season, right? Yeah. He well, good. he played. He played. There was one game where he looked really bad, and then there was one game where he looked really good. Like he I think it was a couple of chances in the box and stuff. I remember that. Yeah. Game. I don't remember yeah. if it was the Atlas game, but it was one. It, there was a game that he showed. He showed a lot of promise. But again, that was at left wing, not at a center back. Yeah. No, I don't think he's playing at center back. Um, but I just feel like we're just, we're just watching him play. I feel like he could play. Um, so, I don't know. I don't know. What else do you guys think about the roster moves? Um, what about Fierro? Leaving? Anybody, um, anybody this I couldn't have. I, I, could, <laughs> I mean, besides, like, David Feitelson, I think we were all happy. <laughs> like he was bad, man. Like I, I just he like, he's not good. <laughs> like to end the season, he had like a brace or something, right? Cause like I said, yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch did. the last couple games. Yeah, he and had a brace. He, when he scored, he like kissed the badge, and, and I saw on Twitter like the fan base start turning around and be like, "Oh, but Fierro loved this team. We should keep him." No, my dad. Like my dad. Sucks. My my dad was like, I don't understand why if you go, blah blah. He hustles. I mean, I mean that's one thing he does hustle. But like, what's the point of hustling if you're not going to do anything with it? Yeah, I think I think the problem with his development has always been like he was always faster than everybody, so he never really had to like work on like his like footwork or anything else because he could just beat everybody with speed when he was younger. And now that he's in the pros, like. He's he's not that much faster than people. Yeah, he's like he just, a, he, he runs in a straight line. Lot. He just yeah. runs in a straight line. 
Yeah, he's like he's like Jurgen Dam. He has he's no like, wiggle to his to his game. No nothing. He just runs in a straight line. If you're just as fast as him, well, he just stopped him. And he has no to be, body, so he to gets be, to be, off the ball. To be honest, like I would have, I would have played him at uh, at right back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's what I would have been me if we, if we were keeping him. I would have done that uh, because I don't know if you guys remember at the end of the season last season, Chapo wasn't playing because he was injured. And he was playing uh, Brizuela right back. Brizuela there yeah. right back, which was, to be honest, was I thought it was pretty great because it, it made it made the team super offensive. Um, but I mean, if you if you can play Brizuela there, you could definitely play uh, Carlos Fierro there. But now he's gone, and he's just his problem. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, I'm Fierro, okay with. I mean, Fierro was naturally a striker when like coming up in the ranks. Yeah, and then he never really got. To play at striker because Omar Bravo was still was still there, so they put him, they threw him on the wings because they didn't want to take minutes away from Bravo, and I think that ultimately hurt his growth as a player. But I still don't think he would have made it as a like as striker. a premier striker in Liga MX. Nah, I don't think so. He doesn't have the body for it. Yeah, he he never bulked. He well, he can still bulk up, but he needs to and bulk he, up. And he never really had the off like like. Omar Bravo always had like great off the ball movement. Yeah, and he and he never had that. <sighs> yeah, well, Carlos Fierro, we uh, we wish you the best. <laughs> so he, I mean, he scored with Cruz Azul already. Oh, in, did like, he? A friendly in like a friendly or some shit. Yeah. Hey. So, so I mean, I mean, hopefully he does good. I mean, there's a lot of guys that leave Chivas and do better, like. Um, What's his name that was with Cruz Azul as well? And he also played for Morelia. Sabah? Um, Miguel Sabah, yeah. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah he, 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 he started he was Canterano and then, and then he left and all of a sudden he's scoring goals. And then he, and came he couldn't back. do it. Yeah, and he couldn't do it here. He was trash again. <clears throat> Isn't a Golet Peña coming back? He supposedly he might get re signed because the coach of Rangers. Is now the coach of Cruz Azul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I heard. Yeah, Cena. That's like his buddy, buddy. So, but yeah, well, he yeah. he was he was his coach in uh, León too. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, but he's a bum. I mean, he's he gets, a bum. He gets the best out of him. Well, then that's good, but yeah, he's that. But... Still a bum. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? All right, let's. Uh, we're talking about our uh, lack of defenders, and now we can go into this uh, Alani situation. So basically, Chivas wanted him to extend his contract, and he felt he wasn't getting paid enough. So Chivas basically told him, "You know what? Go, go play with the B team." And the player, the since it's like a players' union now, it's a it's a bigger deal than it than it's been in the past. Guys, thoughts on the situation? Well, there's like a few different. I feel like there's a few different issues here. There's Chivas not the front office waiting so long to sign a player. Like, why would you wait until there's only six months left on his contract? Like this, these negotiations should have been going on last year. That's that's one. 
then there's if he's under contract, why send him to the second division? Like I just feel like Chivas screwed like, this whole thing up. Like they like the front office just did a really bad job with this. It, it like it made them look really bad. Well, um, yeah, I mean, I, bad because it looks like they're trying to bully him into accepting a new contract yeah. so he gets playing time, especially with the World Cup coming up. Yeah, I mean, at the same time, they did offer him a chance to leave to yeah. another club, and he didn't want to go. I get that though. Like, why would you want to go to Querétaro? Like, when you're playing with Chivas, and you and and you want to stay, it's not like you don't want to stay. He wants to stay, but he wants to stay long term, and Chivas doesn't want to do that. They only wanted to do it for six months, so they could sell him after the World Cup. I get it, um, but I just feel like Chivas handled this. What about this all wrong? And I, I still think they're going about it all wrong. I mean, earlier this week, Almeida said that uh, you know he's gonna he's gonna train with the first team, but he's not playing because you know Chivas doesn't want to do that to their investment. And I look at it as either way, if he doesn't play. Or if he plays, I don't understand how that messes up your investment because if you don't re-sign him, he, he can leave at the end of the season. Um, he can't he can't play in the World Cup though, so that's where that's where that's where he's fucking up is that he can't play in the World Cup if he does if he's not signed to a team. But um, him being on the squad, you might as well just play him. Like well, I don't understand the reasoning behind not playing him. Yeah, maybe that's like, something like uh, when players have a little bit of time on their contracts left, they don't they don't get to play. But he, <laughs> he like cited other teams that do it. But there's you know watch the Premier League, you watch La Liga, these guys that have six months on their contract left, they they still play them. I mean, what's it called playing? Uh, from from uh, um, Alexis Sanchez. Yeah, yeah, Sanchez and Ozil are both playing, and they yeah, they both no, have six months on their contract left. There's no reason not to play someone that has their contract running out. I mean, they're still under contract. That's what yeah, they do. They play. You're pay them regardless <laughs> if they play or not. Yeah, like I said, I feel like it's just it's this has been the whole situation has been handled inappropriately. And to top it off, like the team that had a really bad season last season like they didn't they they didn't need all this drama heading into the new season Um, I felt like you know they could have if they would have they would have just handled this differently I think it would have gone even if they didn't want to sign him or if he didn't want to sign with them like they could have easily spun this where it really was him that didn't want to sign and that's why he's not playing Uh, or, or that's why he's not um you know, getting re-signed because it, it, it was him, not them. Uh, but now, it's, now it yeah, just sounds like Chivas is butt hurt. Players do that, yeah. and they still play though. Like, look, even look yeah. at um Coutinho in Liverpool. His contract's not almost up, but at the beginning of the season, he kind of held out because he wanted to go to Barcelona. And now, this January transfer market, he's probably going to Barcelona. Like, it's not. I don't know. It's not on the team, but. Sometimes the players are at fault too. They don't want to play. They throw their little tantrums, and you know, I guess Chivas was just like, "Yo, fuck that. We're not gonna." We're no, gonna I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure Alaris is mad gas because he's gets called up to play for Juan Carlos Osorio on the national team and do nothing over there. Um, but at at the same time, like he was your second best defender. Like 
if if we had other options where it was like, yo, we got a bunch of defenders that are good, then I'd be like, well, fuck it. But for Chivas already, like, players are limited to begin with. Yeah. So I, I don't understand the whole not playing him. Um, especially because Almeida was a, was a, you know, was a player not long ago. Uh, so it, I don't know. It, to me, the team just looks bad. Um, and I feel like we didn't need this not heading into the new season. Because now at every game, they're going to talk about this. Yeah. And, and regardless of whether he plays or not, like it's going to be an issue. And now it's a distraction. Well, I mean, I said uh-huh. that he, he would play if it was like the ultimate, like the last, last, last choice that he had. Which like they should have, but like they should have just said, you know what? Like they shouldn't have said anything. They should have just put him on the bench. And if they didn't want to play him, not play him, and said that and say that he wasn't, you know, fit to play. If that was really the the what they were going for, but now everybody knows it's because of the contract, um, and that's where that's where they look bad. Yeah, I think it's also just a reflection of how contracts and free agency work in Liga MX. Like players are trapped and sent wherever. Like, yeah, I mean that's not that's, even that's, asked about where they want to go. That that's also trash. I mean, the fact that Caballeros is is. Uh, it's trash, and I mean, I, I think this is going to help try to get to a point where they could probably get rid of it. But it, it's not happening anytime soon. But it's definitely a step in the right direction. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with him. I mean, I, like I said I don't think he's that good of a defender, but I feel like we are deficient in that area. So we we definitely do need defenders. So I feel like he's, and a lot of people think that he's going to end up playing just because he's going to get pressured into playing because of the World Cup. I think that's where Chivas knows they have him by the balls is because of the World Cup. Because FIFA says that you need to be on the side into a club, I think, by a certain period of time in order to play in the World Cup. Yeah, I saw saw rumors, um, I think yesterday, that LAFC were asking about him. I mean, John Sutcliffe had him in John Sutcliffe had him in Spain, and then said that he turned it down because the club wasn't of prestige. I'm like, <laughs> first of all, you're not that fucking good to be. If, that, if, it, if it's true, yeah. if it's true, you're not that good to be turning down clubs <laughs> in Spain. Okay. Alanis uh, uh, looks like looks like Matt Hummels. He doesn't play like Matt Hummels. Already. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> he thought up. Byron was going to call him. Gassed up. Looking, looking like Matt Hummels can only get you I'm so far. I'm telling you, I, I, I feel like he's gassed up off the national team call-ups. I can't even believe he gets called up to the national team. To be honest, he does it because I'm like saying, like Jaid is way better than him. Uh, I did hear, um, I, so I, I watch football picante a lot, and because um, mm-hmm. uh, you know I need, I need, I need those hot takes. <laughs> um, they did. She must tried to get Hector Moreno, but he didn't want to come back. Um, I mean, why would he when Roma wanted him? You know. Yeah, but he, what's like he's on the bench over there. Yeah, he's not playing. At what's Roma. he doing? Yeah, but he's not playing. Yeah, but I mean, like, would you... he didn't know that at the time. <laughs> no, no, this this is this is recently. No, they tried. To oh, get right him. now. Yeah, like right now. Yeah, yeah. 
But I mean, why would he want to give up on it after like you know four months, six months over there? I mean, the season the right. season just started like you're, four months ago. I think I think all those bums that are over there that are playing in Europe that are not playing, they should just come back to Mexico and get in, get informed. Like you're over there, you're not playing. For example, Cheech, he Cheech just came back. Like we could use a striker, he could use some playing time. I think everybody wins. He can still come he's back. A, he's over there at West Ham. He's over there at West Ham, just like riding the bench. David mm-hmm. Moyes is probably going to kick him out soon. He started. He started today. I don't need your facts, Varo. Come on, it's 2018. <laughs> we know that that there's no need for that. <laughs> but before not, today, not do anything. <laughs> but before today, he was only playing like 15 minutes a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. And I mean, West, West, Ham, West Ham's pretty trash, though. He's not good at yeah. doing anything. Andy no, I, Andy Carroll got a start before Chicharito got a start. Yeah, I should tell you everything. That's crazy. I, I do think he comes back after the World Cup, but I would have liked for him to come back. Like, I mean, I think for Mexico, Hector Moreno and Cheech both getting, st- uh, you know, regular starting time is is clutch. Um, but you know, they said no. The other thing that was on on football picante uh, that was I thought was pretty big about the whole Alanis thing was that. Iguera basically threw Almeida under the bus during during the interview because Iguera did an interview and they asked him, you know, whose decision was it to send the player to the second division? And like his like initial first reaction was, it was the coaching staff. Like he didn't even like flinch and he said that. And uh, to me, I thought that was a bad look. Like, he literally just threw Almeida under the bus. And then, like, a couple minutes later, like, as he's explaining his answer, like, he goes into it how it's the team philosophy to for players not under contract, separate him from the first team and all this nonsense. But I thought that was... I thought that kind of showed where their relationship is with them. Like, they have, like, a, a, a... that it, a lot of people have said they have a bad relationship that they don't get along. Yeah, that's been that's been like the rumor even when they won the championship. Yeah. And um it died down a little after they won, but it's still going around and I, I didn't hear that interview, but if he said that, I guess there could be some truth to that. No, and I, I mean I think uh I think this season is it for for Armada to be honest. I feel like he leaves, whether it be for their national team or somewhere else. He's gone. Yes, it's a, it's a possibility. Argentina might come calling. I don't think he says no to them. Yeah, he definitely doesn't say no to them. I don't think he says no to Mexico either. Oh, the Mexican so, national team. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, they'll, they'll be making an early exit this year, so... Yeah, probably. Um, so, um, what do you guys think as far as expectations for the season? I feel, uh, I feel good. I think as long as we stay injury-free, I think we can see uh, flashes of the championship team that we watched. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, I think if we can stay healthy. Especially with Polito back, I think you're gonna see us 
start winning some of these close games that we um, drew or lost last year. I was looking through the stats last year, and we uh, we conceded 23 goals and scored 21. So it was pretty even. I mean, we were right there in every game. And like you were saying earlier, there are so many games where it felt like we were dominating the game, but we just couldn't score. And then we would get count on a, count on, uh, caught on the counter, and we would lose the game or draw or, you know, or whatever would happen. So I just feel like we were just right there. Um, I think with uh, with these injuries, if, as long as we uh, can stay healthy, I feel like we can return to form a little bit and and um, and make a run at it. Yeah, I'm with you guys. I think like I'm I'm writing about it right now. I'm like Chivas really didn't play that bad. Like they they, they played their they played their style of play all season last season. I thought uh, um, a lot of games were very close. They could have won. It could have gone either way. I feel like a lot of the games that we won in the tour, in, in the Clausura where we won the championship, we were we were having similar games. Just in those in that tournament, the games were going in our in our favor, and now last season they weren't going in our favor. I felt like the only the only real game where we were completely outmatched was the Monterrey game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they got they got completely washed in that game, um, but other than that, no team really like yeah. dominated. No team dominated us. And you uh, can take out that uh, if you take out that Monterrey game, we actually scored more goals than our opponents last year. Yeah, so, so there you go. Yeah, I'm looking at the goal differential. We were at minus three, so that that Monterrey game is 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 the is the, the three goals. Um, and there was I mean there was a lot there was a lot of games where we could have won. There was a lot of like Gota mistakes. That that cost us. Oh, oh man, yeah. he had a he had a he had a forgivable season last year. Forgettable. Yeah, season. we didn't we didn't touch on that during the free agency talk. Caught that back for six oh, yeah. months. Um, Caught that back. Tonyo's back. Yeah, I was kind of ready but for um, Jimenez and Tonyo to duke it out, but caught that back is I think is a good move. Um, I think Tonyo they they they, took, they sent Tonyo like to. Second division, didn't they? Is he gone again? I'm not sure where where they sent him to. I'm looking it up now. See if he's see if he's somewhere. Um, if he's somewhere else, that's not coming up. But yeah, I, um, I, like I said, I was ready for um. I I, I honestly wanted Jimenez to start over Donio, just because um I've never really. I'm trust, not a fan trusted of Donio and like his little. Little berrinche that he threw to, like he he wouldn't he didn't get the start, so he decided to leave. I I didn't like that. Yeah, I did. I didn't like that either. Um. So, what I mean? I'm, I'm I'm hoping that Cota returns back to uh back to form, and. Uh, he has a good uh, he has a good season because I think I think he's clutch for us. He's 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 very he's very big for us. Um, no, I mean, oh, so I just I just found it. Tonya's still with the team. Oh no, he's on he's on loan to Tijuana. So he's gonna ride the bench in Tijuana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh... Oh no! Wait, wait. Is he back? No, I didn't say. No, it's just his current team, Guadalajara. Oh. So I guess he's with us. Wherever he's at, he's not playing. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, anyways, I think I think we're gonna have a good season. I think I think we we're, we're back in the league. Yeah, I think yeah. we could make a run. Uh, because I think tactically we're one of the better teams in the league. Um, and while we might not have, you know, like a Monterrey or Tigres talent, you know, all the all the foreign firepower. I think as a team they play better uh, than some of these teams. Pizarro, Pizarro is better than Dijon, anyway. He is. I mean, easily, easily. Pizarro, Pizarro should be starting on the national team. To be honest, he's better than he's he's better than Hector Herrera. Uh, he's better than those than those two than those two brothers who went to go play at MLS. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, what are their names? Dos Años, right? Dos Años? Yeah, something? Something, something like that. <laughs> Two right, Adels uh, or something like that. Last topic. Um, breakout player of the season? You already know. Lalo? Ah, oh, man. Lalo. Lalo. Lalo, Lalo Lopez. R.I.P. Chofis. <laughs> R.I.P. Chofis. You know what's funny is that supposedly he doesn't like that, but that's like his Twitter handle <laughs> and his uh, Instagram handle, so... They gotta make up their mind. I feel like I've made that and like he he doesn't want his son being called by Soler Nombres. Yeah. He doesn't want his son being called by Soler Nombres, so like that's why he that's why he was upset about it. I mean the nickname comes from what a teammate's girlfriend's name or something. He looked like his teammate's girlfriend. Oh really? Yeah, that's why they call him He um one of their teammates had a girlfriend and they said that it was basically the female version of Chofis. Well, um, Lopez. So they called him Chofis and it kind of stuck. So I guess uh, Almeida was tired of his son getting bullied. Yeah. So that's that's exactly what it is. Lalo now. Lalo <laughs> Lopez. <laughs> Just sneeze on the podcast. Damn. <laughs> salute, salute. Gracias, boy. You guys are fucking rude. Y'all don't even say, like, bless you or not, man. God I'll, bless. Son. I was getting edited out. <laughs> oh, all right. No. Well, now it's now it's we, we all know he wasn't. We all know he wasn't really gonna edit anything. <laughs> um, uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't know who's gonna be the breakout player, but I mean, I, I'm, I'm really hoping Chokes has a good season because I'd like to see him get a call up to a national team at some point. Yeah, well, Almeida's counting on him to be the breakout player. He said in an interview too that he, he's expecting big things from from Lalo this season. I mean, he 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 never does he never doesn't not do big things. To be honest, yeah. like when you when you watch him play, like when you yeah. watch him play, like he creates a he get, in every he, create, he creates a lot. Yeah, he creates a lot, and the guys yeah, he, up front just don't be, score. Like consistent about it. I mean, but Messi doesn't create on every chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I'm not saying he's Messi, but you know, yeah, but you don't it, forget he, that he's playing. Yeah, yeah, you don't forget that he's yeah. playing, right? And that's yeah. that's what I mean. By I mean, being I think more it all, consistent I think, about it. Not like drop dimes every play, I, but like affect the game I think it every all, game. I, I think it also affected him that like like there was it was either him or like Pizarro on either end, and there was nobody to take off like take away like defenders away from them because they were the only two focal points of the offense basically because nobody was scared of like Saldivar. Um But you know who else could be a breakout of season arrows? I thought when Cisneros came back last season, he was he was playing like lights out. 
Yeah. He got his he, he got his speed back. He got his he's, speed he back and well. he bulked up like yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was just me, but when I saw him play again, I was like, "What the hell did this kid do?" Like, came yeah. back like double, like double frame. Yeah. Uh, Flo, who do you got as uh, your breakout player? Uh, I wanted to say trophies too. You know, you know, I saw that interview as well where they're expecting big things from him. At the end of this year, they're gonna start calling Messi the Argentinian trophies. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. But, I mean, if I got to go with someone else, I mean, I really think uh, Pizarro is going to take another step forward. I, I think after this season, he's going to go to Europe. He, he just has that kind of talent, that kind of quality. I, I'm a big fan of Pizarro. And maybe like a, a dark horse, uh, maybe Mayorga, if he gets on the field, I think he can uh, he can make a difference. Hello? Right. Did you give yours? What? No, I was about to give you mine get... right now. <laughs> oh. Uh, I think I'm going to go back to, um, I think Pineda is going to bounce back from that mediocre season he had last season. And he's going to oh, go we back need... to the, the championship for Pineda. Although he did have a dip that season too. But that's we like, definitely... uh, consistency again is going to be, it's going to be key for Pineda. Needs to make we those, definitely those need deep him. runs, um, take on players, break up play. I think you know he's he's gonna bounce back. And he has something to play for. I like all the players on Chivas have like, I guess consideration for the national team. Last minute consideration, so they all have something to play for. I think I think we're gonna I think they're all gonna have good seasons. I hope so. The players we mentioned. Well, all right then. Anything else you guys want to add before we uh, get off the call? Hey, man, it was Raul's fault, right, Trey? <laughs> like, seriously. I got you on another gift, right? Damn, bro. He didn't even get you a bottle to pour in the shot glasses. <laughs> dude, Damn. this dude went to, he went to Walgreens, bought some shot glasses for $7, <laughs> and tried to play it off as a $25 gift. He used the old Amazon, old Amazon Prime box he had. He shipped it himself. Y'all are rude. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all are rude. This, this is a rude. This is a rude podcast. <laughs> Chivas del Rudo is what this should we call this. Los Rudos. <laughs> oh wait, Los Rudos. Uh, we start off the season on Sunday against uh, Toluca. Toluca. Yeah, five zero. Let's go. But Luca has pretty much the same I think roster, we same expectations as always. So I think uh, should be a. I don't know. I hate. I hate playing the Luca. I feel like they're always boring games. I feel like every time we play them, like Carlos is going to show up and like score goals. <laughs> like I'm so haunted by that. Uh, but somewhere, I'm somewhere, say, Waldo Sanchez just got triggered. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think we. I think we win though. I think we win two one. That that five zero but two one. Two two nil Chivas. I'll say uh 3-2 because our back line is trash. <laughs> you just said five zero, you should have said five zero. Bro. <laughs> yeah, bro, and then Rigo opened his mouth and I was like, ah, he made <laughs> <laughs> He's like, damn, we like I guess I'll be reasonable. Nah, it's okay to be unreasonable on this podcast, I'm tight. Alright, man, six oh. Let's go. <laughs> 
Um, all right, we'll, uh, we're going to be back probably, what, next midweek, next week. Yeah. Our, we're uh, we're going to try and be consistent this season, guys. Oh, no, definitely. Even if we have to do, like, a two-man show, three-man show, whatever. Yeah. But we're going to be back every week. You, you notice that Varo's trying to phase out Flo, like, slowly, even if it's a two-man <laughs> show. I got it. I see it. I peeped hey, it. Hey, we, we have Yo, busy schedules, all right? <laughs> hey, bro. And there'll never be a two-man show. We can't have two Puerto Ricans in New York We try to be Mexican do a podcast on Chivas. Chivas del New York is what it's going to be called soon. I know y'all about to be sponsored by Timberland next week and shit. Oh, that'd be fire, that'd be fire though, because yo, with this, Look, show, bro, listen to those reactions. Red, they're they're so excited by that. Uh, they're gonna be eating chopped cheeses on the podcast. <laughs> Ch- chopped cheese for the staff in Hennessy. Terrible. They're gonna they're gonna do a live podcast from the Puerto Rican Day Parade. <laughs> yo, it's the same colors though. If you really think about it, like think about it. Oh, you know, I knew, red, I red, knew, uh... red, white, and blue. There was um, this Puerto Rican guy that used to be in that neighborhood, and he used to wear Chiba jerseys. And one day I asked him, I was like, yo, why do you wear that jersey? He's like, oh, it looks like Puerto Rican flag. I was like, oh, okay. Dude, I mean, that <laughs> that makes perfect sense. It does. Laro, Laro I, I talking about, about himself it. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All, All right. right, guys. We got right. to follow, follow me on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Follow the... The real Follow the, pod, the, pod, the podcast account at Chivas del Norte. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at underscore dos uno. Guys, let them know where they can find you. Go ahead, Rigo. Uh, they can follow me on Twitter as well at the real Donald Trump. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, R.A. <laughs> you guys can follow me there. Don't follow me at the real Donald Trump because that's not me. Uh, that's a parody account. Um, and you guys can also listen to me on uh, the Cantina MX podcast occasionally and read my stuff on FMF State of Mind. Man, he got a lot of stuff going on. Yo, this man, it's, it's, it's popping year, 2018. Damn, Puerto Ricans in the man. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at The Real Flow. Also, follow our uh, pro club Twitter at TCKFC. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Peace.